Welcome to Take Me With You, episode 142. I'm Ryan. And I'm Cheryl. We are two well-traveled people who want to go everywhere. But that's not going to happen. Instead, for the last couple of years, we've been traveling vicariously by inviting guests to share their unique travel stories with us. It's been awesome, and our podcast has been all over the globe. Now we're taking some time to revisit the Wish You Were Here segment of our show, where we each share travel attractions that we recommend. Today's Wish You Were Here's are from South America. Yeah, we're going to wrap up our journey around the continents with South America. I love that. I have not been to South America yet, and Mm -hmm. um, all of these sound great. Yeah. I would go to any of these countries and do any of these activities. They sound amazing, so... Yes, and I've only been to one country in South America, but it it's a gorgeous country. It's just so different than other mm-hmm. parts of the world, it, like in a good way. It's just really, really cool because obviously there's similarities and people are people, but it's just a, a different feel and it's a it's a cool difference that I don't know that a lot of us really get to experience as much, so... I'm so excited to hear these. Wish you were here again and um, just picture a different landscape and um, mm-hmm. future possible trips that could be built around some of these wish you were here. Yeah, I hope it inspires people and gives people ideas of cool places to go. Yeah. How about you, Ryan? So for mine, I'm going to mention something from... The overall trip to the Galapagos that I did in April, but this was actually technically not from the Galapagos. It's from the mainland in Ecuador, a city called Guayaquil, and it's the Malacan 2000. And it's it's really, really cool. It was built in the year 2000, hence the name. And it's kind of like a really, really big boardwalk. Hmm. And so it's on the river, and the, this is a huge river. I've never been to the Mississippi River, but I'm guessing it's big like the Mississippi River big because it's a very, very big river, very wide across. Um, but it's got – so it's just like on the waterfront, and there's all sorts of things. They've got really – they've got some monuments. They've got like the the name of the city and these big giant letters you can get your picture next to. They've got – I mean it's not a pirate ship, but it looks like a pirate ship. That you can go and like walk on because it's moored there, um, and you can just kind of walk down. It's I, I think it's like a mile or two long. It's pretty long, and it's just really really pretty. And there's a really cool park that's there. They've got a kids play area. If you walk farther north, they've got like a Ferris wheel and sort of like an, a small amusement park place. They've got restaurants along the way. Um, it's just, it's a really cool place to kind of go and hang out in, uh, Guayaquil. I had never really heard of Guayaquil before we had been there. Didn't Mm. know anything about it. 
Um, but it's a it's a cool city. It's a very bustling, lots of people, lots of stuff going on um, place. It's it's pretty cool. So I would definitely recommend the Malikan 2000, which I'm probably mispronouncing, but it's my best. Cool. That sounds really fun. Yeah, nice. it's really cool. It's a cool place to go hang out, especially Sweet. if you want to do some people watching. Ooh, I always love that. I know you do. Ryan, how about you? Okay, so for me, this wish you were here comes from my recent trip to uh, South America. So when I went to the Galapagos Islands, before we went there, we spent some time in Ecuador on the mainland. Um, And one of the things that we went to was a Jesuit church um, that I'm going to probably mispronounce, so I apologize. But it's uh, Compañía de Jesús um, in, in Quito. And I actually, so I think I mentioned this before, maybe I didn't. One of the things that was cool for me about the trip to the Galapagos was going to Ecuador because my very first international trip was to Quito, Ecuador. So it was really cool for me to go back to the first place I went to when I was in high school and to be taking high school students to you know, somewhere else internationally, knowing that like, magical. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool for me just personally. Um, but I actually remember this church from when I was in ninth grade. So we walked in, I didn't remember from the outside. Um, but then we walked in and I was like, Oh yeah, I remember seeing this because it is gold plated around the entire interior of the entire church. Oh. Like, all of it. Holy it's, moly. Yeah, l- literally. That's where all the gold mm-hmm. went. That's where it all went. Um, and there's no El pictures Dorado. allowed on the inside, although in Ecuador you can, or I mean on Google you can, you know, look stuff up and, and find stuff. Um, but, like, it's it really is beautiful. And it has a different feel than a lot of the the churches and cathedrals like in Europe, it definitely is, you know, more ornamental than what we typically have, especially on the West coast here in the United States, um, in churches, but it still has a little bit different feel, but it's, it's, it's just, it's beautiful. Um, the gold is, it's not like shiny, like overwhelming. Um, but it's, it you can definitely tell it's gold and it's very intricate and ornate and there i believe like underneath some of it there was actually wood that was carved with all of these patterns and then overlain with gold um and they have like very different like different i don't know what they're called and i apologize for the people who might but like i, I call them like alcoves like different sections that kind oh, of yeah, yeah. You know, go off to the side or whatever that have a theme. There's of course, uh, when you stand uh, kind of in the middle portion and you look up, there's decorations, you know, on the ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. and there's, uh, you know, different characters from, from the Bible and things that are up there. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful building. Um, that is totally worth going into and visiting if you have the chance. Uh, while we were there, our guide was telling us that, and I don't remember how long ago, but it would actually, like a, a large part of it actually caught on fire and burned. 
And so they had to huh. recreate it. And when you're there, you can actually tell because you can look and you can say that's shinier and brighter than that part. Mm. And that's because that's the part that's more recent that they redid Oh, that after makes sense. the fire. So, but they, they spent a lot of time doing, you know, restorations and, and things like that. So that, that's my wish you were here. It's a really, really cool, beautiful, um, Jesuit church building in, uh, in Quito. Okay, Ryan, how about you? <laughs> so my wish you were here is also an outdoor type of a thing, and it is a park. Nice. This is in Quito, Ecuador. So I was there back in April of this year, 2019. And this is the Parque La Carolina, which is a huge, huge park. And it's not even the biggest one in Quito. And so one afternoon, we just kind of went and we're walking before kind of one of our tours started. And we went through and this park was super, super cool. So we were there on a Sunday and apparently every weekend, just everybody's in the park. So on the south end of the park, they have like a little, they call it a water park. I wouldn't actually call it necessarily a water park, but it's these kind of man-made canals that kind of run around and you can rent like little paddle boats and you can kind of paddle boat and then there's fountains that are in the canals and so you can kind of go around those or wow. like get, get wet in them which is fun um and there's a whole bunch of stuff there there's there were bands playing just like in there in the park there's tons of grassy areas there's a dog park cheryl <gasps> nice. So you can see lots and lots of dogs. There were some like old buildings that have kind of fallen apart that you can climb around in. Um, there is a full sized track at the north part that you can like go run around or walk around. And then there's like outdoor like body weight exercise equipment. There's soccer fields and there's a an old plane that is there that they have what? painted and decorated in a bunch of ways that you can just kind of climb, not in, but around. Um, there were tons of street vendors and street food. And also it was just, it was super, super cool. Like the park was really big. Oh, there's a, there's a botanical garden that you can pay to go into in this park. It was just a really, really cool park. And it was also a really great spot and I mean, I'm partial to this, but for people watching to be able to mm. kind of see everyday people in, you know, in, in that culture, like, what are they doing? How are they hanging out? How are families interacting? You know, all of that stuff. Cause people are just out and walking around in this park. And so if you ever end up going to Quito, Ecuador, I would highly recommend going and visiting and walking around um, in the park because it's a great, great, awesome park. Nice. So I'm looking at some uh, Google images of it, and it pretty much looks like Central Park. Like sure, I've never been big to Central park, rectangle so shaped park surrounded by city. Yes, yeah, it's in the middle like of the skyscrapers. city, and it's yeah, it kind of goes almost north south. And yes, it's big, long, and rectangular, That's just like Central Park. Okay. Yeah, with like a ton of stuff in it, yeah. and you're like. Oh, this is so big! Like, I can't see the parking lot, and the, you don't know, yeah. like it's big, big, yeah. big. That's so fun! That's awesome. Yeah. And because it's in Quito, and Quito is up in the mountains, it. Oh gosh, I don't remember how high it is. 
like eight or nine thousand feet, I think. It's really high. And so as you're walking, you can also see kind of like the mountains and stuff that are around you because Quito is kind of in kind of like a bowl, still up high, but like in a bowl with the mountains all around it. So it's it's also just beautiful as well as just kind of a cool park. So 9,350. There you go. I was right. Eight or 9,000. Nice. Wow. That sounds very cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll go there. Yeah. You got me. Yeah. You Perfect. Trent, what would you like to do for your wish you were here? Well, um, the other uh, incredible trip I was able to go on um, was to Machu Picchu in Peru. Um, Holy moly. And of course, of course, you would think that I would say Machu Picchu itself, and I do, because you do, you, everyone should go see Machu Picchu. It just it one of those places that you actually feel like there's something um, – more that's that's there something meaningful something impactful Mm. um and you just feel a connection to these um these people that were there uh, hundreds of years ago that that built this this place um and you get to learn about the culture but i would say that the what where i would um recommend people go to if they get a chance to go to peru is um a little town called Huacachina, which is in the desert of Peru, and it's an oasis mm. in the mis- in the middle of tons of sand dunes all around mm. you. Um, and we spent only one day there. I wish we had spent more, um, but it, we had the time of our lives learning how to sandboard, um, which oh. is snowboarding in sand. Um, cool. And... Uh, there's lots of things you can do in the town. There's restaurants and food and there's dune buggies and you can take those all over. Um, We really felt like we wanted to sandboard. Um, None of us had ever been snowboarding before or anything (laughs) like that. (laughs) And, uh, and we found this guy who had some, some boards and they were just like pieces of wood with just like cloth on them. You could put your feet into and we're like, okay, we could do that. And And so this guy came and talked to us and he said, my name's Tony Sandrider. And I said, is that your, (laughs) is that your real name? And he goes, yeah, here's my ID. And he showed me his ID and I, his name was Tony Sandrider. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But he, and he goes, if you uh, upgrade and you pay 12 soles per person um, and you actually get these real um, uh, snowboards and we can take those up and use those in the sand, then I will teach you until you guys have to leave, which was and we told him, we said, that's six hours from now. And he goes, yeah, sure. That sounds good. This is what I do every day. I love this. <laughs> oh, my okay. goodness. I just did a quick little Google search of this. And when you said it's an oasis, it's like out of a movie oasis. Yes. In the middle of sand dunes that look like the Sahara Desert. That's right. There's this. It looks like if someone oh was playing gosh. Pictionary and drew an oasis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's this little town that's in that's wow. right next to this oasis in the middle of the desert, and uh, oh, wow. it's it's just completely beautiful. And you can spend you could spend I don't even know how much time there, and it'll it feels like no time's passed at all. That's super cool. That's so cool. Let's go. All right, take me okay. with you. Take me with you. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> Scott, what would you like to do for your wish you were here? So um, so th- I think uh, the three coolest experiences I've ever had are 
Chernobyl, which we mentioned, uh, going dog sledding in Alaska. Um, mm. And then the third one I'm going to highlight is going swimming with sea lions off the coast of Lima, Peru. Um, super cool. Um, I just found it through like an Airbnb experience when I was in Lima. Um, again, I was in Lima for like four weeks. And so I was looking for kind of more interesting things that people might not know about. And there's these islands, a little, just a little bit off the coast of Lima that are uninhabited. And so there's like some wildlife there. And so you, you take a bo boat out for like an afternoon or whatever. And these islands are like inhabited with thousands and thousands of these sea lions. Hmm. Um, and you come up on the boat and you're seeing them and they're super loud and they're <laughs> super stinky. Um, but you, you're really selling uh, this. <laughs> it's super it's one of the coolest things i've ever done um you actually and the water i was there i was there in no october okay. um and so the water was kind of chilly so it'd mm. probably be better in the summer or spring or whatever or no i'm sorry they're south of the equator so i guess but but it's i don't know it's not that far south so maybe it doesn't matter the time of year maybe the water is always cold um but uh it was, you actually got to go in the water. You were, you know, put on life jackets. And so you and all the other people in your group, you kind of join arms, you're arm to arm kind of, you know, for safety or whatever, wearing life jackets and you kind of lean back in the water and the sea lions come right up to you and they're kind of nipping at your toes. They're really curious to see oh, these wow. people. It's super cool. Like they're so close to you. Um, I really wish I had like a GoPro or something to like get the, mm, but, but if you yeah. look on YouTube, I found other people have videos they posted there. Um, so if you look up like swimming with sea lions in Lima or whatever, you could find it. Uh, one of the coolest experiences I ever did. I highly recommend it. Well, that was fun. Yeah, it was. We would love it if you would follow us on social media. We are at Tim Wee Podcast. That's at T-M-W-Y for Take Me With You Podcast. We are on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. You can also email us at timweepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what are your wish you were here for this location. We would love to hear that. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail at 406-763-8699. Or if it's easier to remember, 406-POD-TIMWE. We would love it if you would rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it, subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode, and share about this episode on your social media. As always, thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the awesome artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is Something. And thank you to Erica Corbin for the use of her song, Round the Globe. You can listen to Erica's music wherever music is sold or streamed. That's all we have for this episode. So until next time, remember to take me with you. Take me with you. Can we get a sailboat chasing down the sunset as we float round and round the globe? Salty air and balmy nights guided only by the lights above and a little love. All the out there waiting to explore and all our troubles here want them to be